0: Well, hello everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the My Love of Golf podcast. Well, it's uh, it's a, a week in counting. Yes, the countdown is on. It's a week until the My Love of Golf podcast staff meeting becomes official. Um, it's the first time that uh, the three of us will be getting together ever. Uh, it might surprise you to know that this podcast exists by uh, the power of Zoom and uh, Magic Mike and the Rocket Man have never officially met. Uh, I know it's crazy to to think that with the the, the magnetism and the fire that happens between the three of us, uh, but the guys have never met, so it's going to be awesome. Rocket's going home to Tassie, uh, the the aircraft, um, water cannons are being prepared as we speak. But tonight's podcast, uh, Rocket is tied up in Brisbane because he's uh, got other commitments. This episode is not brought to you by the NBN. Uh, I'm sitting here doing this on the phone, the power of Zoom on the phone, uh, because the internet it, uh, down here at uh, Molov Golf headquarters is not working. Uh, but I've still got Magic Mike on the other end and we've got an exciting show planned. We're going to Just cover off last week's golf, some exciting stuff which Mike knows all about, but uh, we'll have a deep dive into the Dell match play, uh, which is happening this week, and a few other bits and bobs, a couple of bits of uh, pieces of golf that's happened at my end, maybe Mike's end, so let's get stuck in.
1: Magic Mike, good evening. How are you? I'm excellent, mate. In the intro, it, you know, the biggest thing for people to know is, it's very similar to the US president and vice president. They can't be on the same plane at the same time. It's very similar with Rocket and myself. Very similar. Oh,
0: uh, dear. The mile off. We've got, uh, Bar, does that mean we've got Barn booked out? Yeah. And, and Nick, Smith, <laughs> Nick Smith, Hot Glue CEO, is the official security detail. He's the Secret Service. That's it. <laughs> If uh, he
1: turns up in mirrored
0: sunglasses, I'm going to be nervous. Well, he doesn't roll. He doesn't roll in any other way, does he? He's always no. In no. He'll be in the he'll be in the Ray
1: Bans or or the, or the uh, something for sure.
0: Uh, look, I'm very much uh, looking forward to to this. Uh, it's been a long while in discussion. Um, pretty much short term planning to put into action. The meeting of the schedules has come together. Rocket got um, uh, leave from the Home Office and. Uh, you, Mike. Well, you know, you are a man of golf. Um, you you have golf, will travel. Uh, myself, um, it's a nice little uh, anniversary. Uh, one year of being the first time to Bambergel, so I'm I'm great to be able to say that I'll be two times Bambergel um, debutant. Um, can't wait to get back down there. You know, just started thinking about it this week. Um, had a game of golf yesterday with some chaps who travel you know seem to spend their life traveling the globe for golf. Uh, to gents from Cape Cod, USA, down at Peninsula Kingswood, and one was going to Barmbugle this week. Um, the other one was going up to uh, Elliston, and uh, the the amount of golf that they've just experienced all around the world was unbelievable. So, um, it just whetted my appetite for uh, golf travel once again. Also, can't stop thinking about going to Scotland. You know, and, uh, I never, I never really ever think about. Holidays and trips until, and I know this is easy to say, and people sort of roll their eyes. But you know, I've always been that busy with work and whatever, and focused on that. That I never really allowed myself, you know, that whole getting excited about a trip. Things are different this year, uh obvious for obvious reasons, and I just can't stop uh thinking about going to Scotland. Just as we as we um, were coming on there, we're on I'm on the phone, so you know, there's no internet. And here in Mount Eliza, I don't know what's going on um, at my place. Something's gone wrong. Um, we're on the phone, and a message popped up, and uh, it was someone about uh, St Patrick's Links up there at Rosa Penna saying it was Frank Casey Jr. saying you have to, yeah if you're coming over, make sure you put us on the list. And oh jeepers weepers, just think about getting to Donegal and playing at St Patrick's Links um, is exciting. But first, we've got a project and a job to do and a team meeting to have down at Bambougle. What are you what are you looking for next week out of the team meeting, Mike? Let's talk about Bumboogle for a second.
1: Yeah, look, I'm, I mean, I've been blessed in the last, you know, I'll say the last eight years since I've been with my wife. We've been married for six, coming up seven. Uh, so, it have been more than that, actually. it have been 10 years of being together. So, my math is already poor. Um, she knew what she was getting into when we met. So, when we, when, you know, our honeymoon was New Zealand and I had my clubs with me and I was playing Jack's Point and So, we've had a, she's very, very good. She's a very good golf widow. Um, so this is like, I don't know, like, without being silly, I think this is probably about the eighth or ninth time I've been there, maybe eighth time I've been to Barney. Um, and when you say, what am I looking forward to? Like, I'm still so much looking forward to it. Like, I'm so excited to go. I can't wait. Um, there's so many things that, so many holes that I sit there and reminisce about. And I know, you know, I know each hole and the layout so well that I know exactly what I'm already thinking about. I'm praying the weather's going to be okay. Probably the biggest thing this time around is just, google run like obviously we haven't seen it so i'm really excited to see what it's like i'm excited to probably hit a few off the puzzle um which i have been doing with the short clubs lately but um just have a bit of fun and really like that for me golf is the best part of golf for me like i love playing golf love playing competition golf and getting my handicap down and stuff but gee i'm excited to go out and play a a short course maybe even with a beer and maybe a couple of clubs and not full set that 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 for
0: me, is what I'm thoroughly looking forward to. Yeah, well, I'm pretty much 90 percent the same. Won't be playing with the beer. I, you know, that might mean I might.
1: Have... Oh, you can carry me a beer. You can oh, carry a just, second I just beer. for So <laughs> that
0: might mean I have to carry your beer, uh, which which ain't so bad. But I I will be um I will be packing something that's a little bit different for me from the trip for last year, which, you know, in my newfound you know, in excitement for taking uh, golf photos. Um, which is a little bit of a passion project. You know, I've equipped myself with um, the latest equipment. and Everything. Uh, <laughs> the latest equipment. Uh, I'm Unofficially
1: sponsored by Sony. <laughs> oh
0: dear, your mate. I'm still filthy at your mate for never coming through. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to you yeah, know, looking at the landscape through the lens, a proper lens, and not just the Samsung. Nothing wrong with the Samsung lens that we took photos on last year, but uh, just looking forward to seeing what, some of this uh, equipment that i've got here can can do and um seeing the short course obviously you know bugle run was a week short of opening when we were there last time didn't get up there uh, i think it was good that we didn't go and have a look because you know now it's something new to go back to looking forward to that and um yeah just hanging out with yourself and rocket for that first time i think it's going to be pretty special to get the three of us together and nick um well, he's the unofficial marketing manager. Um, you know, he's he is. Every, everyone that hangs out gets a title. Um, Nick is the um, unofficial marketing manager. Um, being the chief of one of Melbourne's biggest independent marketing agencies, Hot Glue. If you want need any marketing work done, call Nick at Hot Glue. Yeah, Tell him we sent you. Fine. Um, doesn't do any marketing for us. That's so all. It's all self marketing, <laughs> self promotion. Just ask us. Um, so I'm looking forward to that very much. So and uh, yeah, might. You know, might might have a couple of little surprises for us lined up. Nothing, nothing big. Don't get it too excited. But um, yeah, a couple of people might have sent me a couple of things to bring down just for us to, you know, chew on,
1: taste on, drink on. No, oh, I'm 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 thoroughly looking forward to it. Um, you know, it's it's a special place. It is somewhere that if you if you're from Australia and you haven't been there yet, it needs to be on your list. It is. I mean, I've been to King Island, you know, three times, and it is easy to get to the King Island. You know, it is a for us, we're flying down to Launceston Airport. It's a normal domestic flight. Um, you can just drive up. It's an hour there. Um, there's, there's lots of places to stay. Um, if you're going to think about it, they are very busy over peak. So, you know, start thinking now about even booking for like November, December through next year um, and get there because it's, it, it is it's an exceptional, exceptional um, thing to do.
0: The, as I said, the chaps I was with um, yesterday, one is headed down there for, you know, 36 holes. Uh, one on each course, 18 on each course. And, um, you know, the other had been there on every trip except for this one because he went up to uh, Elliston instead. Mm. But but they were talking just how excited they were and, you know, to put us in perspective of how much of, you know, their colleagues that do a lot of golf travel are just talking about Tasmania as like a legitimate global, global full-on destination with... Arm end and and um 7 mile beach and, and 7 mile yeah and just yeah you know, he, he i think you yeah, know we know it but he was just like at pains to say you know you guys really need to um understand how 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 important that piece of golfing architecture is to to golf uh in Australia and and, and the world and and what it does and you know I sort of agree i said you know richard tatler and and basically what he's done for you know, golf in Australia and really set the standard and you look at all the golf developments happening now, and we are talking about it off air with the um muted merger between or the whatever it is, I don't know what it's called, but uh between Huntingdale yep. and uh and Cranbourne, and everyone's trying to lift the standards. Mm. You know, you look at what you look at uh you know, Peninsula Kingswood obviously, yeah, these guys were blown yep. away with Peninsula Kingswood. They just thought it was world class and Yeah it it is you know the south course is is the 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 fairways were just mown and it was unbelievable to see that course just presented first up in the morning it was unbelievable so they just said it was world class but you know then they went around yariara Yarra and the work that dokes done there you know proposed work at commonwealth um the work at huntingdale by ocm and then also what's happening with the other courses and, and the standard has just been is just lifted and, and Australia very much mm. for these guys from other parts of the world just look at us in such a high light and um, yeah, we should appreciate it, you know. And yeah, they, they, went, they went to Sydney as well, anyway. That that's, I think all that what we said is pretty obvious, but uh, nonetheless, we're looking forward to getting to Bamboo. What, what do you reckon it's going to be like for Rocket going back to Tassie? because he hasn't been there for ages and ages and ages?
1: Um, I'm one, well, look, I, like you said at the start, like I've, I've never met Rocket in the flesh, so I'm assuming from the conversations we've had on here that, you know, he's a very, very good golfer, or at least he was at some point in his career. He hasn't played the ball a lot recently. And getting back to Tassie will be a bit emotional for him. I think he's, I think he's probably looking forward to it. It wouldn't shock me if Mar Rocket drives drives up from uh, Port Arthur. It's probably, what, two hours? Two hours to drive up to Barney? She might be there with biscuits. Sure, I wouldn't have a clue.
0: You would. Anything can be expected, but uh, Ma Rocket, if you do, she's the number one ticket holder uh, on the Mile of a Golf team. Definitely. Um, It wouldn't surprise me if she is up there, and uh, if she is, I will give her a big hug and uh, thank her for every ounce of biscuits that she sent across our way. Um, All right, let's keep going on. Uh, Another thing, um, Magic Mike, I don't know if you weighed in on this uh, conversation, I took a picture mm. at Spring Valley Golf Club. Spring Valley Golf Club have been kind enough to you know, just let me um, go down there and there's a couple of little bit of video stuff, uh, pieces that I'm making for drum and golf. So they're happy for me to sort of stand beside and set the camera up beside the um, practice screen and, and just, just where if I need a space, with a backdrop in the background. And, and Blakey from Golf Wheels Questions, the golf ops manager down there, so he's been very helpful. I took a picture last week uh, when I played golf with, um, not the name drop, but I will congratulate him. Rhys Hodge from the Wallabies, uh great fellow, drum and golf ambassador, so we had a game of golf together. Uh, he was very happy in taking my $50, uh, which he which he won off me uh, and the my partner. Uh, so he's very, he, it was so funny. He hit this shot and, you know, cool as a cucumber, Wallaby, you know, played in the biggest theatres of rugby union around the world, and he hit this shot, and it was a cracking shot out of the rough, and I looked and I went to say, great shot, and... I could see him like holding a fist pump back. It was like he had this little fist pump go, and he just—he saw me turn around to look and say good shot, and he held it. He sort of pulled the fist pump in. I said, well, you've got to give him a fist pump there. No, mate, no, no it's all good, all good. But um, Hodgie, congratulations. <laughs> he, he, he broke 80 for the first time. So, oh, um, great. Yeah, so first round of golf with uh, the, the my love of golf uh, man, and uh, he breaks 80 for the first time. So I'll put that on the chalkboard as a uh, result for the team.
1: That's the so, mylog genie.
0: Yes, yeah, exactly right. So, uh, congrats, Oji. Um, also going to Barnburgel next week as well. Not at the same time as us. Uh, but I took a photo. Uh, I took a photo when I was there, and it just so happened that it was. Uh, uh, you know, I like taking photos of bunkers and the, you know, the fingers that that go hmm. down into the bunkers. Just they attract my eye. There was a rake outside of the bunker on the finger. And yeah. I thought, Oh, that stands out. And I posted that picture on Instagram, and I said, bunker uh, rakes in or out. And there's was just—I've never had so many people comment on a post. I don't get that many people comment <laughs> on a post, but never had so many people enter into the discussion on in or out. And the majority were out. Uh, sorry, in. You know, yeah. But but everyone was so descriptive. You know, in the bunker, facing the line of play, placed at the at the base of the bunker. You know, all of this sort of formal formal chat, and I'm like, oh, fair enough. But there was a few outs, and you know who the yeah, Well, you know who the outs were. I do kites. Clates was out. Yep. Thank you, Mike Clayton, for uh, responding. You won't be listening to this, but thank you, Mike. I appreciate your response and taking the effort. So, Clates was out. Who else?
1: Uh, that was the one that I saw. That I mean, I thought he knows more about. He's forgotten more about golf today than I know. Hundred percent. So I didn't comment after that. <laughs> so,
0: Clates first one that says out. But you know, either or, but out. You know, like pretty much, I'd say out and out of the, line, out, of the out of the line of play. Thank you. Yep. Um, Blakey. The, the guru of golf rules, you know, refereeing yeah. golf tournaments all around the world. And he said, out. Yep. It was Spring Valley. They were out there. But um, he he said on tour, they to have them out. And then yep. um, another great friend of the podcast who's playing this weekend at the Qatar Masters, Wade Ormsby. Wade came in and yep. said, out. I said, well, Wade, what do they have at RA? He said, oh, they're in, of course. But he said, out for me. And yep. um, and I'm an out. I'm an out guy. And I just, yeah, I almost got scared to say because I thought I'd get a backlash of, vitriol directed it my way, but I'm an out guy. Put it put it out over the side where it's oh, out of
1: the way. Yeah, that's the key. It's got to be out of the way. Like There's some courses that you see that paint the little T where you know where to leave it. Yeah. When it's out, I'm comfortable with that. But my my answer would always be the, the long answer you had at the start. Base of the bunker, lowest point in the line of play, so it's not going to do any damage and you can pick it up and get it out of the way. But look, at the end of the day... I've seen all sort. Of, I mean, we all have. You know, I saw a place where they had a, a hole where you put the, the like, I lifted a little flap, and that you dropped the rake into a hole, and then you close the flap over, and that's where it lived. And then you pulled it out when you needed it. But I just probably really, going a bit far. I just,
0: being that it was so common, and I'm just going to assume that the people listening are going to you know, have some form of opinion and be somewhat interested in hearing us talking about rakes in bunkers, which is. I just took a picture and I thought, I'll say that and whatever. Um, I just think that I've raked 87.5 thousand extra steps at Peninsula Kingswood since we got the massive vast bunkers. And even though we've got several rakes around, there's never one that's near and you go to the entry point and I've always got to go right for the rake, left for the ball, rake back one way, rake back the other way and rake up a few extras. I um, always rake the extras, people. Rake someone else's because people don't rake bunkers, so rake the extras. No. And I leave it like I'm a greenkeeper. And, and I reckon I've had to rake 35,000 million more steps than I would otherwise having just walked to the side, picked it up, walked in nearest point, walked out nearest safe point. Yeah, that's uh, a good point. And that, I just think that that's so, so natural. And then put the bunker back where, put the rate back where it should be. Yeah, and, and then the on the that closest point of entry. The people that said, oh, it looks makes the hole look prettier. What looks pretty about a bunker with six rakes sitting at the bottom all skewed about because no one puts them back it doesn't matter whether they're in or out. No one puts them back properly anyway. I'm trying to think of where
1: I I I don't even know how he stopped himself to get his heart rate back to something in my brain says it was Ker cool, but I don't it, something also says it wasn't. But they had the where the rake sits up in the air, has like a little holder. Yeah. And you place the rake in it and the rake the rake's at a foot above the ground just so that it wouldn't interfere with anything. That looks weird for me. That, that's To me, that's going too far. Like, I get, you know, not want it in play, but don't make it look like something you're landing on the moon. It's a bit weird.
0: I guess it shows people where it should go back and it keeps it out of the play. But oh, I, yeah. I actually sort of don't mind that. But, you know, the the rakes these days, some clubs have great rakes, but they look ugly. Mm. You know, the big plastic yep. ones with the double yep. sides, yep. they do a great job. But PK and some other courses that you see, they've got these nice wooden... Ones with yeah. the, the round bar and the and the peg tines, they're yeah. great, but they're a little bit narrow. It's like when you've got a bad rake at home that's not wide enough, and you want and you think you you need the wide grass rake to get all the leaves in one go instead of several goes. It's a bit like that, and you end up anyway. Where, where's the rake?
1: And um, you'll know because my memory's not there. But where did I play in the last couple of years? And the rake was like you know the 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 container that holds the lotto balls that spins around. It's like a. Yeah. It's like a long cylinder, and you roll it across. the – And that was the best rake I've ever used. That was so good. It was like a. It was a flat and lo, flat and long, like a yeah, like a long hot dog, but it had gaps through it.
0: I reckon it was something like out of your nonna's kitchen, mate. You know, like rolling yeah. the flour. Or yeah, something.
1: yeah, yeah. Like an egg beater type thing, and you sort of rolled it through the bunker. I, I don't remember where I played, but that was like this. Is fantastic. This is taking no effort at all. Not like some of the wooden ones you cop. but you. You rake, and you're like. That's not helping me at all. Like, Is it, is it Oakmont that has the church pews? Yep. Which one has the church pews? Yeah, yeah. Oakmont, yep. And the rate that they have, I'm pretty sure Sheo, Paul Sheehan put up a photo off the top of my head. that. And the rate that's there is made to have massive, massive um, tongues in the fork. And so when it rakes, you, you like literally, it, the ball will almost sit in it. it it's sits quite weird, but it's, that's the way they want it. They want it to sit like this, and this is the way it's supposed to look and everything else. Those wooden rakes do my head in. It like, that looks terrible. I'm actually more, I know we're going to a rabbit hole of uh, bunker rakes here. I'm a fan every time I rake a bunker, and I raked a few on Sunday at 13th Beach, of turning it over and using the flat side to just yeah. make sure it's flattened out.
0: That's that's what I fall under the uh, part of doing extras, you know. So you yep. you rake it with the tines, and you know, the yep. an appropriate place for tines. But you know, the bunker wall should always be used with the smooth part, especially in the sand belt. You know, the bunker walls are oh, definitely smooth. So turn that is one positive about the wooden the wooden rakes that they do have that round cylinder and then the tines out of it. But then the the big ugly ones, the plastic ones with the the V's, the thin V's, not the thick V's like Oatmont. Yeah they're great and they have the flat side on as well and you can just trail it on so it's easy easy but um yeah um so many people you know Matt Matt Malica was like very dis- very definitive and and uh, you know he'll be listening to this tomorrow morning. He, he will listen. He'll
1: um, be he'll be at the gym, yes. and he won't be happy with you. No. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, like I'm
0: f- fine with. But uh, he was very very definitive. You know, in and a couple of other people, Steve, the golfing greenkeeper. You know, he was like chiming in. I'm with you. Well said. Oh, well, exactly as you said it. Couldn't have said it better. Um. Oh well, fair enough. Um, as we were. Uh, what's as you were? <laughs> what's uh What's next on the horizon,
1: uh, Mikey boy? Well, we should quickly run through last week's results and the because um, I know people love listening in, especially if they did well. I get messages from people that did well in the tipping, going, "You make sure you mention that I did really well this week in the tipping."
0: Uh, I want to uh, give before we go do well. Um, he is doing yeah. much better, and you know, three weeks ago he was about to jump off the bridge because uh, he wasn't doing so well and have a swim in the Thames River. He's over in London. Um, Ed Hodge. Uh, well done. He's he's moving up the ladder. So good on your edge. Uh, stick with it. Um, who else? Yeah, he's
1: above me. He's yeah. Got me covered by a long it way. He's twenty nine.
0: Ed Ed was going to give up soon uh, a few weeks ago, but he's back.
1: Never uh, give up.
0: Uh, who else? Who else was up there? Uh, that, that's jumped up. Uh, Phil bogeys to birdies. He's jumped up a bit,
1: hasn't he? Yeah, I shouldn't have. I really shouldn't have reminded Phil to put his picks in he was the one <laughs> I was guaranteed to be behind me, and now he's beaten me. So that doesn't help at all. So Phil's
0: come from back of the pack, and he's getting past the buster. Yep. So uh, anyway, it's a bit of fun. It, it's, it was a great idea of yours to have this, and, and also the um, uh, support crew up there in Sydney, uh, PK Plays Golf. PK, mm, okay, yeah. Does a wonderful job reminding us uh, on getting the tips does. in. Um, so great support. Thank you. We'll be listening. He does. So anyway, that's... He does. Sorry, go on.
1: I was going to say Valspar was last week, so what we talked about last week, is exactly what happened. So we talked about the fact that these guys are coming off the players and talked about the fact that some are going to be tired and all the data is going to point to these guys going well. The top two in the data were um, Justin Thomas and Sam Burns, but we're going to go the other way because we're like, these guys are going to be tired and they're not going to go well. So what happened? Sam Burns won and Justin Thomas finished about fifth. So we didn't get the winner. Or I didn't get the winner. But I can tell you who did get the winner. Uh, last week, that is, not not this week, obviously, because we don't know who's got the winner yet. We had five people pick Sam Burns. How Goods Golf, Ursus, Ursus? Lewis H., Ed Hodge, who shot up at the board, as you said, and the Shermanator. They all got him. Um, and then the next we had a couple, Jamie Staten uh, and uh, Joe Ptolemyo had uh, Justin Thomas. So T3. So the two people we said would go well, finished first and third. but so They zigged and we zagged. Uh, that didn't help me at all. For hmm. uh, you and I, we... I uh, oh, DJ finished 20-something, so... Yeah, DJ DJ was a bit scrappy, uh, and Rocket and I both had Xander, so we both picked up. Xander had a very poor last hole, had in a very poor sh- shot for his second shot into 18 and ended up, um, yeah, sculling one across the green and taking double on the last and falling down to T12 from about T7, I want to say. So that cost me... 100 grand, but probably more importantly, cost Sandra 100 grand as well. Um, so, yeah, that, that, look, it wasn't a bad week. Um, it was an interesting end of the tournament. It was a playoff. Uh, it was one that I think, again, Sam Burns, we've talked about him, you know, I've definitely talked about him on this podcast for six months, saying he's up for a very big year this year and he's won two two or three times in his last 25 starts. So, that's a pretty good season, or oh, pretty good, you know, couple of years. Um, and he he pinched it from Davis Riley. Davis Riley's probably come out of nowhere. Had a very, very, very good tournament. Uh, But Sam Burns um, took it to the playoff and then uh, made a really, really good putt on the second playoff hole, which was the 16th from just... I think he was just off the green or maybe just on the green, but he would have been 50, 50, 60 feet away. And yeah, he was up and about when he got it and it meant that he went back to back at the Bells Pass. So he was very, very happy. Um, So happy that he went, I'm taking this week off at the Valero, uh, sorry, at the um, Match Play. Oh, well. Which is fair enough. Yeah. As you would if you had that much money kicking into your bank account. Absolutely. Um, yeah.
0: Okay. And the uh, DP World Tour, I, I didn't catch too much of it, but I did see, I got to about the 69th hole and uh, what's his name? Is it Jason, Jason Norris? Justin Norris? Jason um Sean. Sean Norris, sorry. There you go, Justin Norris. Uh, Sean Norris was a couple behind, and then he just knocked one stiff on the very long path. Uh, no, uh, it was a par four, drivable par four. And he just yep. knocked it within 10 feet or something like that, and it just flipped it on its head, the guy that was a couple in shot, you know, a couple in front, forget who that was. Um, yeah, and Mr Norris uh, took the win, which was. I was surprised it's to see.
1: Good. Yeah, look, we uh, we. I think I picked him. I definitely bet on him um, early on when he was playing in South Africa and he's, he's a good golfer. He's always been knocking on the door and I think that's his first win. So yeah. that's, you know, that's great. That's really good for him. I think who was it last year? There was a the South African guy that won in a similar sort of tournament then went over to the States and two weeks later won, won an event in the US. So you, know, you never know. It's a bit, it could be a bit of a leapfrog for him.
0: Oh, it was good, good to see uh, someone who hasn't won uh, on a big stage hmm. win. Uh, Qatar Masters this week, and I mentioned a uh, friend of the pod, Wade Ormsby, uh, when he was saying uh, breaks are out for me, I said when are you off next, and he said tomorrow. So Wade's up there at uh, in Qatar. Good yep. luck. Uh, anyone else you, Anyone else this week in Qatar?
1: That uh... Qatar's a pretty lean field, as you'd imagine, with the World Golf Championships. A yep. lot of guys are over in the States, and I think a lot of them will be there for, you know, if they're not based there and they're, their remote chance of playing um in the masters, they're not moving, so they've got a month over there. So, uh, the headliners this week are Dean Burmester, uh, Ar- Ardi Arno, uh, George Curtsy, Jordan Smith. Jordan Smith's been playing pretty good golf, Justin Harding, uh, Pablo La Razabal, um, yeah, Ramon L- L- Langask. There's not a lot of, um, Marcus Armadich. He's, he's a good follow on Instagram if anyone here has a bullet. <laughs> One of the best stories ever on Instagram. If you get a chance to watch it, the bullet. Um, but yeah, it's a pretty, it's a pretty lean field.
0: Oh well, I look forward to watching a little bit of it. We we'll look forward to hopefully, uh, yeah, Wade, Wade can uh, get a start and uh, do well. So yeah, it'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. go on.
1: No, I was going to say the only other thing I watched um, in the week just gone by. I watched a little bit of the ladies' LET tour mm-hmm. in Georgia Hall smoked them, oh, uh, had an exceptional weekend
0: uh, didn't you um, I, but, I was watching that uh, that's what I was watching instead of the the, uh, the men actually uh, mm. and I saw I, I took a picture of the rake out of the bunker um, oh yeah but uh, yeah Georgia hall and that final
1: round was it was blowing a wholey Yep. so um that's it's weird watching golf there in saudi because there's nobody there like nobody like you know you're watching the golf and there's three people standing on the tee box of the leader on the Sunday on the 10th hole, and you're like, how oh, are they making money? But like, no, they don't need to make money. <laughs> it's all just there. Um, the most interesting thing I took away from the whole week, and you might know this, but I didn't know this, and I thought as I was listening to the commentators, was Georgia Hall. Do you know how she got her name, Georgia? Yes. She was
0: born on the day that Nick Faldo won his second Masters or one of the Masters
1: he won. Uh, and that's yeah. it. So the, There's 96 masters with 90, yeah. the, the infamous 96 masters. Yeah. And and that's why she was called Georgia. I, I love that. That's fantastic. <laughs> maybe one day Sergio's Sergio's daughter, because Sergio's daughter's named after one of the holes of the year he won the masters, he had his daughter just after it, and he named his daughter after one of the holes at, at Augusta.
0: What's
1: her name? So maybe we'll be, I can't remember can't now. Remember <laughs> it's, it's one of the flowers. <laughs> That's all I got. I saw uh, on Instagram
0: Sergio entertaining his children by jumping over them uh, today and his dog included. So he was uh, having fun with the kids at home, getting a bit of uh, preparatory jumping over the kids uh, training in. Uh, Georgia Hall, well done. Uh, let let is coming to Australia uh, end of April. So I was talking to Gabby, uh, Gabrielle McDonald today and she was just uh, she was asking she was just reminding herself if I lived in Melbourne and not the Hunter Valley or not up in New South Wales. She was also quite taken aback at the price of rental cars. So her and uh, the two other Scottish girls um, are travelling together, Rachel Goodall and the other Scottish um, lass who was on the LAT. I can't remember. But, uh, yeah, they're, they're making their, plan, their plans to come across and play. So they've got the Bonville Classic on and then... The- ah, Bonville, that's right. Yeah, and then they go up to uh, play at It's like a New South Wales women's... Open or something like that. the New South Wales Women's Club, Open Classic or something like that. Sorry, I shouldn't know the name. Okay. But um, yeah, she was she was just saying uh, the three of them are coming across and they were just uh, sorting out all their stuff and they got some accommodation. It's great. It's great to see uh, these tournaments when they kick in and and people get billeted. Um, still, you know, that's what we did as kids. And uh, I was talking to Steph Nair. She played in the Hunter Valley, uh, the Players Series, which was the other weekend. Small world. I don't know if I mentioned this. Small world. She. Got billeted by a family, and she's been billeted with them before. And I saw a picture of her, uh, which the uh, Golf New South Wales put out, and it was Steph, and she had a caddy. I said, I know that fella. It was Mark Hale. Now you've heard, probably heard me talk about Mark Hale on the podcast. No, I have, yeah, a long time ago. He was the guy that played in the New South Wales Open, and all his mates started betting on him, and the and the market pulled the market <laughs> just to find out what's going on here. There's a plunge on this fella we've never heard of. Well, Steph Nah. Yeah, you know, so Mark Hale is one of my junior golf buddies. You know, he was from Brankston, I'm from Cessna. and anyway, Steph was billeted by the Hale family back in the day, and Mark Hale was at caddying for Steph now at Cypress, yeah, Cypress Lakes. So uh, small world, but it's a great community the golf community, and all the families that do put their hand out to billet these hmm. uh, professionals that are trying to just make a buck and you know save a bit of coin and and at least have some normality in their life. Uh, so if you have billeted. The professionals in their events, boys or girls, um,
1: well done to you. Well done. Yeah, All the caddies. Maybe if you can, you know, the caddies are in the same boat.
0: That's how I told you before. That's how Wade and I connected when we played golf together. I got home and my dad said, "Oh, Ormsby, you know, his brother stayed with us. So Jordan, Jordan had stayed in Wade's brother, who was a good golfer in his own right, um, had stayed in. Uh, I wasn't living at home by then, but uh, he'd stayed in my be- in my house in my bed." So they wait. There you go.
1: Your brother's bloody stayed at my house, mate.
0: Um. Anyway, all good.
1: <laughs> and before I forget, Sergio's daughter's name is Azalea, Azalea yeah. Adele Garcia. So, yeah, in maybe twenty years' time, she'll be winning on the LET tour, and someone else will be saying, "Oh, did you know she was named after when her dad won the Masters?" Wouldn't that be great if she does?
0: Wouldn't it be great that these? I'll be amazing. The kids of you know these people that we've grown up with, you know, like looked up to in a you know, adult years as great golfers produced yeah. young future stars. Anyway, we dream.
1: It's 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 something that I mean being in Australia and following AFL football, Australian rules, football is um, is is very unique but also ex, it's just extremely um it just I don't know how to describe it it's it's awesome the fact that I can watch my team, the Bulldogs right now we would have six father sons running around because there's a rule that says if your dad played a hundred games, you automatically get to go there if you want to go there and they want you. But if you don't, then you can go into the draft. So to be able to do that, it's great having the ability to have, you know, I'm 45. Um, I'm watching the sons of the guys that I watched when I was, you know, a teenager, um, playing for the same club. Yeah. You know, and sometimes we're in the same number. It's It's, it's really special and and you don't obviously get that as much in golf you Now there's obviously father sons that go through and there's going to be a truckload of pressure on Charlie Woods in the next 10-15 years um, but you know hopefully he does something great or any of these guys and girls do something great coming through but yeah it, it is something special when you see them come on and go through from something that their parents have done and, and led them on to mm. for sure Yeah.
0: Um, could I just give a couple of other thank yous talking about yeah, yeah, AFL footy just reminded me of a couple of things. Uh, how good was it to see uh, Sam, awesome. Do- Sam
1: Doherty? I'm not, I'm not a, obviously, I'm not a Carlton supporter. I didn't even watch a game, and when I saw the highlights of it, I had chills, I had absolute goosebumps, yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I think we wished uh, Sam the best of luck last week and uh, – it was our wedding anniversary, so we were out seeing Hamilton, but I saw the highlights after the game. And, uh, yeah, just to see Sam kick that goal and, and just to have been through that golfing journey with him, but not, no other part of the journey, but just his golfing journey since, you know, he was laid out of the house. It's just unbelievable. And I, you know, bumped into a couple of his, you know, mates, playing mates and other people from other clubs, um, you know, down at the golf club yesterday, and they were all just, you know, How good was it? So it was great. So, Sammy, um, you're a bloody legend, mate. Um, But another thank you to a friend of the podcast and former guest of the podcast. He will return as a guest, uh, Scotty Jamison. So, Scotty, I'm a member of Melbourne City uh, and a proud, you know, almost 10-year member of Melbourne City. So I love going to their games and I love being uh, the unofficial captain of the Melbourne City Golf Squad. Um, The consultant, I won't say captain, the consultant to the Melbourne City Golf Squad. Uh, Scotty organised some nice uh, seats for myself and Mike Brown. Mike Brown's been on the podcast before. Mike Brown is out here playing golf uh, in a couple of events, uh, highly ranking um, amputee events. Uh, the Riversdale Cup had a all abilities and amputee section uh, in the v- Riversdale Cup, which he won. Uh, and then he's got the Australian Amputee Open at Century Lakes in the first week of April. Um, so he's out here for that. Yeah, you know, obviously, um, you know it's it's nice to be able to take nice people to nice things, and and Jamo got us some seats up there with um, you know the family and friends of of the players, and we're sitting around Roston and Griffiths, and, who came down and had a chat to us after the game, and you know I know Ross and his wife, and you know a keen golfer. I think Mike and he're going to have a game of golf hopefully on Friday, but it was just nice of him to do that, and and Mike loved it. Um, you know he loved he, he loves football. Being in, in, well, he's actually Scottish born, English background. Um, I've seen some football, and uh, it was a one-one-all draw. Melbourne City, Melbourne victory, so that was good. Thank you, um, thank you, Mike, and uh, thank you, Jamo, and also thanks, Ryan Pappenhausen. Now another big event last Thursday, so we teed up to have a game with Pappy and Mike Brown uh, at Q. So Ryan Pappenhausen, a member at Q. Mike's playing out of Q, um, so we ha- caught up on Friday, and Pappy's a drum and golf uh, ambassador as well. And did you see that? bit of absolute genius from Ryan Pappenhausen. No. No. It's so a rugby league. Obviously, he's a star of the NRL. Melbourne yeah. Storm. They get to a 14-0 lead over the Rabbitohs, South Sydney. And then whatever happens, football happens. You know, they got a few sent off into the sim bin. All of a sudden, it's full time, 80 minutes. It's 14 all.
1: Now, there's no draw. I was going to say, I saw that they, I think they won by one or two. One. One. But that's all I knew. I didn't know how they got there.
0: Okay, well, for the Victorians, you know, the, the, here's a bit of an NRL education. Um, they have an 80-minute, you know, so 40-minute halves, and it finishes on 80 minutes. There's no overtime or anything like that. It's 80 minutes done. Uh, but there's no draws. They gave up on draws, um, frustrated the hell out of uh, any any, peop- any fans of clubs having draws. So they went to golden point. So basically uh, they have like a s- extra time, and the first point wins the game. And uh, our man, Pappy, just stepped up. Uh, They worked the three minutes in, and they just worked the play to the front of the post. They had a bit of a play set up with uh, Munster and Pappenhausen. Munster, also a very good golfer. Pappenhausen one side, Munster the other side. Bang, bang, bang. Pappenhausen gets it. Right foot, left foot, prop, field goal, point, storm win. uh, There you are. But uh, do you know how hard it is to drop kick a field goal?
1: It wouldn't be easy. Uh, look, I used to be able to kick a fo- 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 football like that just from football, but AFL skills. But, no, I, I, you've got to get the height on it and the accuracy, and then it depends on really the distance that you are out as well. So, well, no, it wouldn't be very easy.
0: Imagine in Golden Point with a t- 13,
1: yeah, 13 he- weights falling down. It was it what was awesome. I was going to say, like, there's 13 monsters running at me as well. No, that's not going to help.
0: Uh, we played at Q the next day. Papi, I think Pappy was still on a high. And uh, Mike Brown was talking about seeing snakes. And uh, our host down there at uh, Q said, oh, well, this is the hole where all the snakes are, but, um, you know, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, lo and behold, 35 seconds later, he nearly runs over a tiger snake coming across the fairway. (laughs) But to add a little bit more Australiana to the visitor's um, delight, not only did he see a tiger snake or a snake for the first time, all of a sudden this eagle, this wedge-tailed eagle... Swoops down to the onto the fairway rah, rah, and grabs the snake and starts beating up on the snake. And then stand <laughs> a wedge tail eagle. I, I've never seen a wedge tailed eagle on a golf course. I think I've seen one high really, This wedge tail eagle just prancing around this uh snake, just it was like David Attenborough. Anyway, I'm sure everyone that's still <laughs> listening is absolutely enthused by the chat of uh, David Attenborough and everyone else in between. Um, <laughs> thanks, uh, Ryan Pappenhausen. You're a star too. Okay, let's talk about the Dell. Let's talk about the Corrales Punta Cana.
1: We'll do Corrales first, yeah. So Corrales is going to be a very interesting week. Um, I've had more than a few people message me today, listeners, saying, can you tell me what the Data lake's is saying? Um, now, the Data Lake takes a holiday, this time year, um, this week specifically, because match play is very, very difficult to try and get a lean on. Um, it's literally a lottery uh, and, and Corrales and the Dominican Republic is not far away from it. So really, it's just about going with your gut. Um, the, the two that I like, uh, the third and fourth favorite, which is Sahith Tagala, um, who's been playing very good golf this year. Yes. But the one that I probably like the most is Adam Spenson, who's the who's the guy who's taken Bryson's caddy on in the last, uh, last couple of months, playing very good golf as well. So they're both in form. They're the two that I like. Um, Joel Damon's defending champ. He's gone back. He's obviously going to be a good chance as well. And Johnny Vegas is, is the favorite. Um, but again, it's a secondary event. It's not in the United, well, it's not in the, on the mainland. It's not, um, where everyone is because the big players are all playing over at the, the Dell match play in Austin, Texas. So it is a bit of a different sort of field. Um, but it is one that's going to be probably a bit, a bit of a lottery, but not so probably so much as the, um, as a match
0: play. Okay, well, I've gone with uh, that sort of theme, you know, the lottery sort of theme. You know, like I've yep. looked at players who at some stage I was probably going to pick yep. and not having any other reason or idea of why or what or when I should or shouldn't pick them. So, I, you know, I'm sort of somewhat of a fan of Aaron Rye. I like Aaron Rye and the way that he yep. came through the same as, as Herbie last year from the um european tour so i've picked yep. aaron aaron rye not sure what aaron's form lines are at the moment but uh... no
1: so, so aaron aaron hasn't played here before so i've got the data on the recent form and the course form hasn't been here before but i mean and his last start was three weeks ago he missed the cup but he had a couple of 60s and missed cup but he did finish six uh, about eight weeks ago in his tournament so he's the sort of guy that when you're looking at this tournament, you really need to weigh up. People might be like, oh, this guy finished 30th two weeks ago. Like, yeah, he finished 30th. But he finished 30th in an event which had everybody in it. Mm. This week doesn't have that. They've gone and got the best players and moved them over here. So a 30th is probably actually worth a top four or five. Um, so he, oh yeah, he's, a, he's a great pick. I really like that pick. And, and he probably ranks up about top 10, you know, for sure. Um, in the odds, I can tell you what he is. Aaron Roy is 40 to one. So he's sitting about fifteenth overall. So. But again, it's it's difficult because you got a few winners here. Joel Damon won last year, as we said. Bryce Garnett, I mean some of the names I'm going to talk about. People won't remember. Nate Lashley's been playing well. He won in twenty seventeen. Twenty nineteen G Mac was there. He's back again. Hudson Swarford won it twenty twenty. Um, so you've got a few guys that have won it before. You got some guys that have probably gone okay here before. You know, Bryce Garnett, as much as I say no one's gonna know who that is, he finished ninth last year. He did win it in 2018. Graham McDowell was fourth last year, won it in 2019. Uh, Kramer Hickok, another guy who could go well this week. He's had two start, or three starts here for a 21st and a 10th. So you'll see it's, it's a bit of a, a course horse place. Like you want someone who's been here before, in my opinion, or, or at least get the handle on what the course is like. Um, but again, you're guessing. It's really, you're better off just going with your gut and saying, Exactly what you said. I like this guy. He's shown a bit of form. I'm going with that. That's that's the best way to, to make your pick this week at Paralis.
0: Well, we won't talk about our tips just yet for the the Dell, but um, yep. let's, let's go let's go through the brackets and uh, yes, yeah. You know, can we can we come up with a winner? Can we agree on a winner? We
1: can. We won't. We won't go super in depth, but we will click through as quick as we can. But I, I think we can do this quick enough to get. I'll be, I'll be interested to see where it ends. Okay. Uh, so, bracket one is Ram Reed, Cameron Young, and Sebastian Munoz. So, one now,
0: one winner out of those four players?
1: Only one gets through Ram. Ram, I agree. Next bracket Kepka, Lowry, Harold Varner third, and EVR Eric Van Royen. Lowry. I agree as well. Next group. Bryson, Gooch, Westwood, and Bland. And I have a little asterisk here that says, like the, I think a lot of people including the no-laying-up guys have been talking about, I don't trust Bryson to play this out. I feel like coming off an injury, it wouldn't shock me for him to play one or two games and then withdraw. So I don't like him to move on from this bracket. My bet is either Gooch, Westwood, or Bland, and I'm probably leaning Gooch or Westwood. I'd say Westy. Done. Next group: DJ Max Homer, Matthew Woof, or Mackenzie Hughes. The man who makes more putts from fifty-five feet than anyone you've ever seen. Does he hit fairways? Um, I think he's okay with the fairways. He, he can't. He's not a
0: great putter, but he just seems
1: to make bombs.
0: Yeah, that can that can un- unnerve you in
1: match play. The, the correct. And you're thinking about it the right way because I don't think they play a lot of match play in the States, uh, you know, playing golf as um, normal people golf. So I want to look guys at guys that are one good at match play. And if you want to know anyone's stats, I've got them all here as well, how they've gone in this tournament previously. But also, you want someone who's going to be able to have highs and lows, right? Because someone's going to have a bogey and you have a bogey, that's not a problem. But you, if you can make eagles, that's that's great. If someone, if you're going to make a triple, but someone else is not there, well, you're only losing one hole. So it's not the same as normal golf.
0: There's nothing worse than you being in close. And then someone being in three part territory and you sort of almost half chalking in, you know, a, a plus And then they, they, they drain it. And then yep. I've seen so many times when that person is Swing. in close, <laughs> they drain it. And then he's got a two part for the half. And all of a sudden it becomes a three part for the loss because
1: they, Oh, geez. Exactly. Uh, anyway, back on track. Um, I'm not going to. So pay. we got DJ, DJ, Homer, Wolf, or Mackenzie Hughes. I don't like Wolf. I'm not sold on Hughes. Homer, maybe. DJ, not sure. I think it's one of the top two. Homer. Homer it is. Scotty Scheffler, Matty Fitz, Tommy Fleetwood, Ian Poulter.
0: Oh, good
1: bracket. It is a good bracket. you got a, a Texan in Scheffler, Fitz, Fleetwood, and Poulter. All three of those boys have played a lot of match play. And Bulls is probably one of the best. Fitz has got some playing form. He's, he's, been... he's got some great
0: form, for sure. Oh, yeah. uh, dear. Oh, I don't
1: know. Fitz magic. <laughs> Fitz magic for me. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Billy Horschel, defending champ, Thomas Peters, Tom Hoagie, and Minwoo. is Min a rank outside of this week. He's about 200 to 1. Yeah. I'm saying can't win, but I'm just saying it's too much I
0: don't know. Um, not that I'm a, the biggest Billy Horschel fan, but I'll stick with, stick with Billy
1: Horschel. Yeah. No, I agree. Texan loves match play, won it before, should get through the first group. Cyril Hatton, Daniel Berger, Daniel uh, Kim and Christian Oh, What's a Berger v. Yeah. Um yeah, I agree. I don't love Hatton here. People do, but I don't love him. I actually wouldn't – I would actually be with you. I think Berger or, or Bezayton, who would be one of the two I'd pick.
0: Oh, I'm going to go Berger.
1: Berger. Cantlay, Im, Power, Seamus or Keith Killer Mitchell? Uh, well,
0: the person that I've picked is in this group. So Really? Uh, Cantlay. Cantlay. And cant for me, cant like I I didn't study the form too much. Yeah, you know, that's you. That's you. No, no. And we don't converse about this, but I just figured I looked and I thought I'm going to have to pick Cantley at some stage this year. Yep. Don't know much about what's going on with him, but um, so I'll pick him now. No, no, he's
1: yeah, that's certainly not the worst pick. He's uh, he'd probably been the top two or three favourites. Mm. Uh, Colin Molikau, Morikawa, Jason Kokrek, Sergio Garcia, or Bobby Mack.
0: Oh, this is like my favourite grouping. Um,
1: it is bar Kokra. is yeah. playing terrible golf. The other three could could definitely take it, and Cochrane will win this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sergio Bobby Mori. Oh, yep, Sergio.
1: Sergio, answer. Webb Simpson, Brian Harmon, Bubba Watson. Mm, I can't you, um, I can't go past Webb. Web it is. I took. I think I've taken an answer this week as one of my picks. Uh, Usti, Casey, Connors, Noren. Bit of a weird group, this one. Casey. Casey. Shoffley, Finau, Lucas, Herbert, or uh, Kanaya. Who? Kena, Kanaya from Japan. Oh. Tanaki, Kanaya, I think it is. How do you spell it? K-A-N-A-Y-A. Okay, okay. Herbie's a, uh, sorry, Shoffley is a mad favourite here. I know I'm not not telling you to pick Herbie for the sake of picking Herbie. I think Herbie can go well this week. I think, as we've talked about before, he's a sort of person that will thrive in the one-on-one match play, in my opinion. He's a sort of person that feels like he can beat anybody. He's played this sort of golf before, and a lot of it. Um, yeah, I could see him getting out of a, outside of Finau. Outside of Shockley, it's, it's a weakish group. You know, Finau's not playing well. Kanea's not not exactly on fire. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked for Herbie to get out of this. For
0: oh,
1: i I'd, I'd probably
0: never go on in match play with Finau. So I'm going to go Herbie. Oh, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't not back the young man.
1: Love him. Done. JT Kisner, Leishman list. Half group. Oh yeah. JT, Kisman, Kisner. Leishman. No, Leash. Leish. I had a very small bet on Leash to win the Masters today. Uh, Jordan Spieth, Adam Scott, Justin Rose, Keegan Bradley. Hmm. Another tough one. The Texans. Adam Scott's playing good golf. Justin Rose is not playing good golf. Keegan Bradley is playing good golf, but it broke my heart last week. was <laughs> JT. Hey, uh, no, no, speak, oh, Speith, Sorry, Speith.
0: Oh, speak.
1: I knew, I knew him. Uh, Neiman Nah Henley McNeely. Neiman. Neiman Hovland Zalatoris. Strangali or striker. When you talk about a bloke, you're going to make putt out all day. Will Zalatoris is on that list. Of Two feet, you can make that. You can putt. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm putting you on Zalatoris uh, watch, and you, you're going to record every
1: one of those. Oh, I, I, will. I will. I will. I've got. Uh, I've got. Uh, it's not on Fox this week. No, but it'll be, I don't it. think it is anyway. It'll be on Golf um TV, which I do have. So I will. I will, I will keep you updated.
0: Did you say Hovland's Zalatoris, and hurt?
1: Uh, Hovland, Zalateras, Cam Tringali, and Sepp Strucker. Ho- uh, Hovland has to be. Hovland done. Right, we're going to quickly click through. Now we've got Ram v. Lowry. Shane. Westwood v. Homer. Westy. Fitzy v. Horschel. Horschel. Berger v. Cantlay. Cantlay. Uh, Sergio v. Webb. Sergio. Casey v. Herbie. Herbie. Leach v. Speeth Speeth Neiman v. Hovland. Hovland. Now we're getting to the tight end of it. Lowry v. Westwood. That'd be a great game. Uh, Shane. Oh, we've got Horschel v. Cantlay. Another good game. Cantlay. Sergio v. Herbie. That'd be a great game that as would, well, I reckon. That,
0: that would be a imagine if that.
1: Came off yeah, a bit of fire there.
0: <laughs> no, I, well, I've, I've, it's it's got to be a Cantlay versus Herbie
1: finish, isn't it? <laughs> Herbie, uh, it could be close. Herbie, okay. Uh, Leachman v. Speed. Sorry, so sorry. Speed v. Hovland. Hovland. Okay, so now we've got Lowry v. Cantlay. I
0: even though I picked Cantlay, I'm, I'm Lowry.
1: Lowry, Herbie v. Hovland. 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 Okay, so the, now for the championship game, you've got Lowry versus Hovland. Who wins? Lowry. Lowry is the man. There you go. His face just came up. And for the third place playoff, you've got Cantlay v. Herbie. I think Herbie wins that. Okay. I think Cantlay, by that point, He's like, He's mince. this is the He's mince. third place. So I don't care at all. I'm thinking Masters, I'm over this.
0: Uh, yeah, there
1: you okay. go. All right. Well,
0: let's see. Let's see. <laughs> let's see how we got this. I'll,
1: I'll, I'll save a picture and we'll see how we went.
0: Uh, that was fun, Mike. Thanks for doing that.
1: It was. It's good. It's quick. They, if anyone is interested, well, you're going to need to do it in, probably in the next hour before they you off, which you're not going to hear this. But, um, yeah, Del and the PGA Tour does a very good job of doing this because they do go mad in the US for their um, March Madness with the basketball, the college basketball bracket. Um, They do set up the same sort of thing, so you can actually click through yourself and do exactly what we just did them. Maybe next year we'll do the same thing and set up our own little group and see how everybody goes. But yeah, uh, I've done one. I can guarantee you I won't get, (laughs) if there's whatever it is, 16 people that come through out of the group stage, if I get, five I'll be wrapped. Um, it's pretty difficult to do. Okay. Um, but you you've taken um, so overall you've taken burger was it? No can't Cantlay, Oh can't lie, can't twenty three dollars. I've um I've ummed and art and, and tossed and turned on this one. Um and in the end I've gone with Abe Antwerp. Yeah. Abe Ancer was my pick. Um another, you know, stocky little bloke lives in Santa San Antonio, not far away from Austin. It's about two-hour drive, I think, up the road. I have driven that road between the two. Did you see the? the um,
0: did you see the video of uh, Abe Eric and uh, one of the NASCAR drivers going around the
1: circuit, the Americas? I didn't see the uh, the video. I saw him driving it down, driving the ball down the straight, but that was it. Yeah, they did a hot lap, and uh, it was.
0: If you've ever done a hot lap in a car with a race car driver, it's one of the greatest experiences you'll ever have. Uh, and it's always so funny because, you know, you're sitting there gripping on for dear life and, you know, they're drifting cars sideways and, you know, as going as fast as they can and just having a normal conversation with you. It was a bit like that. But, um, yeah, no, it's good. It's good to see uh, Eric in the background and uh, good to see Aussie Abe at the front there getting some fun.
1: That's uh, it, Aussie Abe.
0: All right, mate. Uh, well, this time next week, um, I, I'm actually not sure what's going to happen podcast wise next week. If we do a, a little live recording, or I don't know, not live, but you know, the three of us
1: together. I'll I'll get the. I think it's uh, Valero next week in Texas, so I'll run the numbers for that. So I'll have the pics ready to go. Um, but yeah, I think we'll probably record either maybe after Tuesday. Might be Tuesday, or well, we can do it down there. It's up to you. Well, I just don't know how to do That's it. I think. Think. Don't know how to do it down there.
0: I might be. Uh, yeah, might be I might be three three alcohol free beers deep by uh, this time.
1: Well, you'll be dealing with, you'll be dealing with me and Rocket having having a drink, and yourself and uh, and Doc Smith, just trying to corral us. <laughs> and that's not a pun to this week's event. So what what's the plan?
0: So Wednesday night is not on the property. Wednesday night's off property.
1: Wednesday night we're in uh, Bridport. Bridport for the night. Yep. Yeah, we get down straight out of the airport and straight down there and ready to go. So we're on the first tee at June. It's about 8 a.m. on Thursday morning. Okay. Have some lunch and then off to uh, Google Run. And then we'll probably talk ourselves into uh, heading back to June's to play another one until dark and then dinner at June's and then get up the next day and do Lost Farm and um, Google Run again. Then probably Lost Farm again.
0: Then out. So dinner is at the June's, so the the restaurant up?
1: No, it's Lost Farm restaurants booked oh, out. It's a very busy time of year; they're flat out. So we're having dinner over at where we had lunch last time on the last day.
0: Okay, so then, and we're staying on the Thursday night. We're staying over there.
1: No, we're staying back over. So it'll be a little mini bus ride back over to Lost Farm.
0: Okay, so staying at Lost Farm. Yep. Dinner at the Dunes. Yep. Right. Gotcha. Uh, either either way, the, the just for those people that haven't been. Uh, They've got two sides of the property, two levels of accommodation, um, two different places that you can eat. They've got sort of a clubhouse over at uh, Barnbugle Dunes, and that's very, what would you say, clubhouse-type food, you know, so yeah, burgers and steaks and that sort of thing. Got a Richard's lovely wine cellars over there that you can look at. Great mm. stuff over there, but it's very much a clubhouse. Um, then over at um, Lost Farm, they've got, what, what would you call that restaurant? A little bit more, you know, fine, is it fine dining? I'm not sure. We yeah, a, a bit of,
1: more fine dining. Yeah, sort of a la, carte, there at a la carte menu.
0: Yeah, it's, be, it's just a beautiful beautiful to, view back over the water. I might have to go over there and take a
1: photo, I think. Hmm. We'll see. Uh, hmm. But it's just. Oh, it? yeah, we'll, we'll be we'll there, there because yeah. we're playing Google Run. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: Very good. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing you. Uh, we're on the same flight, aren't we?
1: We are. Are oh, you booked? Um, yeah,
0: Wednesday afternoon. Well, it's going to be exciting. I uh, look forward to that. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, yeah, thanks for listening to the uh, rakes in or rakes out discussion. I just thought that was uh, that was a bit of fun. And um, but we will see you uh, next week. Uh, get ready for some uh, inbound. Uh, if you don't follow Mike on uh, Instagram, you can get him at uh, what's your Instagram handle again, Mike?
1: It's Mike underscore Caridi.
0: C-A-R-I-D-I. That's, C- that's how you spell Caridi. Um, myself at Golf. Uh, that's F-L-A-N-I-G-A-N. If you want to spell Flanagan, uh, one of the many Irish ways that they spell it. And uh, Rocket, is Rocket, no Insta. You can get him on Twitter where he talks about all, all topics uh, over there. At, uh, Rodney Heron. Rodney Heron. Yep. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, we'll see you next week from Barn Boogle Dunes and uh, the whole Barn Boogle team. Uh, thank you for having us and uh, we'll see you then.